0: Well hello there and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Monday the 28th of February 2022 and now we're nearly heading into March and the year seems to be flying by. The last few days of news have been taken up mainly with the Russian invasion of Ukraine and on behalf of myself my thoughts and prayers do go out to the people of Ukraine who currently are in the midst of what must be a horror show to them over there but let's hope this kind of thing ends very soon and we can see peace in the Ukraine. Now we will start off with the nationwide daily COVID report along with some other news. The country registered 24,719 more COVID-19 cases and 42 new fatalities during the previous 24 hours the public ministry announced Sunday. This compared with 40 COVID-related fatalities and 25,615 new cases reported on Saturday morning. On Saturday, 16,875 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospital after recovering from the virus. Now, as we said, 24,719 confirmed new cases with about 15,708 probable cases that were confirmed by rapid antigen testing. Out of the 208,846 people in care, 85,075 are currently in hospital. 955 of those are in ICU with 268 on ventilators. Now, Chamboree reported 1,434 new cases along with 1,155 probable cases and 3 deaths. Most confirmed cases are in Chamboree City 300, Sira Shah 456 and 333 cases in Banglamong, Patia. There are 21,887 patients in care but 99.1% have no symptoms. And Phuket health officials reported 761 confirmed cases on the island. Out of the confirmed cases, 683 are local and 78 are from abroad. And there were two deaths. There are 7,160 people in care and again about 99% of those are actually asymptomatic. Now the air quality in Thailand today has been pretty brutal especially if you're living in the central part of Bangkok and surrounding areas. You will need to wear an N95 smog mask if you're spending time outside. Remember if you're indoors turn on your air purifiers if you have them. And the road accidents report for the uh last couple of days. Uh, yesterday we had 24 deaths and 1,937 injuries. 83% of deaths were motorcyclists. One foreigner died, two pedestrians died. And in the last 57 days we have had 2,351 deaths. That's approximately 41 deaths per day. And we will move along to the first story of the day which is about a French man who got lost in Chiang Mai's forest but has been found safe. A 72-year-old French man, who has lost his way in a forest in Doi Tao district, was found safe at a deserted hilltop temple over the weekend. Police Colonel Mok Kara, Inspector of the Chiang Mai Tourist Police, said a team of 200 police officers, local officials and residents began searching for Jack Morassou around 12.30am on Friday after they were alerted by his relatives. Mr. Jack was on the way back to his home in Hangdong district after driving his pickup truck to the French consulate in Mwang district late Thursday morning. He was lost on the way back and could not be contacted by his relatives on Thursday afternoon. After being alerted, a trace on his phone signal led police to locate him at a forest in Doi Tao. The police then c- coordinated with Bong Tan Tambon administration organization and local leaders in the district to assist in the search. They found him at Wat Patat Chomsawan, a deserted hilltop temple, said Police Lieutenant Colonel Mokkara. The route to the deserted temple took about one hour from a main road to the forested area. The Frenchman apparently looked exhausted when the search team arrived. He was taken to Doi Tao Hospital and his condition was safe, said the police officer. According to police, Mr. Maurassus has Alzheimer's disease and could not remember his way home after he submitted official documents to the French consulate. He drove along the route about 100 kilometers away from his house to the forested area at Tao Lake and his vehicle got stuck there. He then set out on foot to get help. Along the way he found a deserted temple. The French national thanked the tourist police and local people for their assistance. He has settled down with his Thai wife in the northern province for more than 10 years. And that leads us into a story about more illegal job seekers and a guide that was caught in Kanchanaburi. 69 job seekers from Myanmar and a guide were caught after crossing the border into three districts of this border province on Friday. Joint patrols led by the Sura Sea Task Force arrested the illegal migrants, 52 men and 7 women, and a male guide at three different border areas, including Song Kaliha Village in Sangkla, Buri District, Nong Pla Duk Village in Sai District, and Huan Nam Khao Village in Muang District. They were found hidden in forested areas. The wait for vehicles to pick them up, said a source at the arresting team. They were taken for temperature checks, and all were normal. During questioning the migrants said they had travelled from Maulamyeen, Yangon, Rakhine and Bago Townships in Myanmar to get jobs in Samutsa Khan, Rayang, Kanchanaburi and Bangkok. Some had paid 15 to 30,000 baht each to job brokers depending on the distance to workplaces. All were handed over to Sanglaburi, Saiyak and Muang police stations for legal action. A representative of a migrant labour development network estimated that 80,000 illegal border crossers, the vast majority of them being from Myanmar, were caught in Thailand last year. As many as 100,000 more probably slipped past the authorities and were now employed in major provinces, he added. Prime Minister chan Chana Cha has said all parties involved should step up efforts to register workers from neighbouring countries so that they can be employed legally in Thailand where a labour shortage is threatening the economic recovery. The Federation of Thai Industries has said that the country faces a shortage of about 800,000 migrant workers needed for the manufacturing, service and tourism sectors. And moving along to the next story of the day, tourism operators eye Ukraine conflict wearily. Tourism operators in major destinations are monitoring Russia's invasion of Ukraine as the conflict poses further risk to purchasing power and flight connectivity with both the Russian and European markets. Roshnoporn Pulsawadi, President of the Tourism Association of Koh Samui, said there has been no significant number of cancellations from tourists in Russia, the second largest market for the island, while direct flights from Moscow continue unabated. Russia ranked first, with 13,063 tourists visiting the country during the first 22 days of the resumption of the test and go scheme this month, followed by visitors from Germany and France, according to the Department of Disease Control. Mr Receporn said operators have to keep a close eye on the reaction from each country and the response from Russia after the ruble fell by 8 percent, in part because of sanctions placed on the country which could result in weaker purchasing power and affect people's travel decisions. If the ruble plunges to the same level recorded during the Russian financial crisis of 2014, tourists might hold off on their travel plans to save money he said. If the conflict escalates into a war between Russia and members of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, there will be a greater impact on Thai tourism," said Mr Ratchaporn. He said European countries such as the United Kingdom, Germany and France will impose tougher policies against Russia which could cause higher costs in terms of air travel because of surging oil prices and limited airspace caused by flight bans on both sides. Russia just lifted its flight plan to Thailand, but the recent rift with Ukraine is another challenge. The country has to stay neutral to get through the situation, Mr. Ratchetaporn said. After the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration removed the second RT-PCR test requirement under the Test and Go scheme and reduced the health insurance coverage requirements to US$20,000, Koh Samui expects to receive more pent-up demand next month. He said 5,000 room nights have been booked, in March and the occupancy rate increases from 40 to 50% in February. Supasong Shansi, acting president of the Chamboree Tourism Council, said the Russian market would continue with travel plans as long as airlines were still operating. However, he said most Russian arrivals either have residents or businesses in Pattaya rather than leisure tourists, meaning charter flights from Russia cannot operate because of weak demand caused by complicated travel rules. Seasonality is also a key factor as the long-haul market normally slows by the end of March, Mr. Tanet said. Potential markets such as India and Saudi Arabia will play a crucial role during the off-peak season while the country's viral situation must be under control to improve demand among domestic tourists, he said. So three days into the invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces, the Thai tourism industry is more concerned about how it's going to affect their pockets rather than the innocent people who are being slaughtered in Ukraine right now. It just goes to show exactly where their priorities are and in my opinion they should be more concerned about human life, the rule of law and countries boundaries and borders than worrying about filling hotel rooms and the Thai tourism industry. And next up, shift to endemic forecast within four months. The Public Health Ministry is setting its sights on declaring the spread of the coronavirus disease as endemic within the next four months, said it's top official. Wang Krajit, Permanent Secretary for Public Health, said the fatality rate in the current Omicron wave is significantly lower than during the previous outbreaks. Even though lung infections are on the rise, these numbers are also proportionately lower relative to previous caseloads, he added. Public Health Minister Spokesman Rungrung Rung Kitpati Kit said the fatalities were 10 times lower and studies suggest they will be slashed in half again if 60-70% of elderly people get a third jab. Dr Kittipun said the ministry will hold a press conference soon to outline its management plan for transitioning to managing an endemic disease. In early January, the ministry said it intended to downgrade COVID-19 to an endemic disease this year as the current wave showed mild symptoms and more people receive vaccines. Dr. Kitipun also defended the ministry's plan to remove COVID-19 treatments for patients with no or mild symptoms from the list of conditions covered by the Universal Coverage for Emergency Patients scheme. He said, budget planning would have to be reviewed for financial sustainability, noting that 100 billion baht of the USEP fund has been spent treating COVID-19 patients at both state-run and private hospitals, while another 100 billion baht had financed the vaccination rollout. He insisted this group of patients would still be entitled to free treatment under the state welfare schemes they registered with, while moderate and severe cases remain covered by the USEP scheme. According to Dr. Kitty Pum, patients with mild symptoms are being urged to enter home or community isolation programs to free up hospital beds for moderate and severe cases and non-COVID patients. It isn't just about budget planning. It's about changing people's attitude to prepare for an endemic disease. When patients have very mild symptoms, they take medicine and rest. If the symptoms worsen, it's time to see a doctor, he said. He said the Ministry is prepared to adjust the duration of medical treatment for COVID-19 patients and the quarantine period for high-risk contacts. Officials said lockdown measures are very difficult to be reimposed despite the surge in infections. Now, according to a letter that was sent out by the Permanent Secretary of the Ministry of Public Health, starting from March 1st, they will start treating people with no or mild symptoms as outpatients in hospital. This is the first step towards changing it from a pandemic to endemic. Now they have been discussing this for the last couple of months and there really has been no progress on it because the attitude towards COVID has not really changed in the Ministry of Public Health and basically the country's eyes at the moment. We still have 10 days quarantine for people who get COVID. We still have seven day quarantine for high risk contacts. We still have entry requirements to come to the country. And these things should be disappearing as they change from pandemic to endemic. Now, that is our hope, of course. Now, will it happen? I'm in two minds about the whole situation. I think people in certain parts of this country are very weary of COVID still and the idea of treating it as endemic probably will scare them. But then you have people on the sides of tourism, the hospitality industry, business, who want to see it become endemic, who want to see the country reopened who want to see restrictions within the country completely disappear. So it's a balance I guess and they're trying to get that right. I'm not sure they will be able to do it within the next four months. For me I think by the end of the year would probably be a better and an easier target for them to get to but we'll see what happens in this whole endemic game that's kind of being played out here in Thailand. Now I'd love to know guys what you think about all this. Do you think Thailand will declare COVID endemic within the next four months? Or do you see this being kind of a longer game, end of the year, maybe early next year? I'd love to know your opinion as always down below in that comment section. And next up, and in relation to Songkran, no travel restrictions in Thailand during Songkran this year. No travel restrictions will be imposed when the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration meets next week to discuss measures to be introduced during the annual Songkran Festival in mid-April, said the National Security Council Secretary-General, Saput Maliyam. In his capacity as Chair of the CCSA Operations Centre, General Saput said it is expected that the ongoing surge in COVID-19 infections will level out during March and that during the Songkran Festival, people will be able to celebrate the traditional Thai New Year's Day in a way as close to normal as possible. He said however that it is not possible for the celebrations to be totally normal, noting that social gatherings, parties and other high-risk activities will be prohibited but interprovincial travel will not. The NSC chief also said that the CCSA Operations Centre will develop a contingency plan in case daily COVID-19 infections reach about 100,000 cases in which case more health facilities will be needed, besides field hospitals, to accommodate patients. Thailand's daily COVID infection numbers have been on the rise and reached 24,000-plus cases today. Regarding the adjustment of the Universal Coverage for Emergency Patients scheme, he said that the Operations Centre have been instructed by the Cabinet to look into the details of the scheme so the public can be informed and reassured that they will still have access to medical treatment. On the proposal for infected students and those considered as high-risk to sit examinations in a specially reserved area at school, general support said that this will depend on whether each school can arrange such a facility. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Fake monk gets naked after soliciting alms. Police are now searching for a man who solicited alms from the public while dressed as a monk at a main fresh market in the heart of Phuket Town, then stripping naked in a field nearby to change into layman's clothes before leaving the area. Patong police flamed for arresting woman selling flowers on Bangla. Patong police have been flamed for a plain clothes officer arresting a flower vendor on Bangla Road and forcibly restraining her on the street for peddling in a public area without a permit. Authorities distribute COVID-19 survival bags in Kamala. Local authorities donated survival bags to local communities in Kamala as part of the drive to help those affected by COVID-19. And finally, Phuket stray dog shelter running short of food. Phuket stray dog shelter is running out of food and supplies needed to care for more than 1,000 dogs kept at its facility. Now this has happened because the different tambons and municipalities who are meant to allocate budget to them have not allocated any budget to them this year. The Phuket Vice Governor has ordered all the municipalities to give the budget to the Phuket stray dog shelter. So hopefully this will help out and they will be able to look after these dogs that are currently at the facility